0: Me. Yo, what's up? This is DJ Yellow from the world's most dangerous roof. What's up? This is DLC, the D.D. D motherfucking guy. Yo, 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 what's up? This is your boy, e What up, yo. This is e This is Jerry Hurry, motherfucker. This your boy,
1: DJ Paul KOL for 36 blocks
0: Young Busy Ball. Vice world This your man, Mastermind, to Hell raise Up. Yo, this is
1: DJ Reddy Red. What up, what up, what up? This is the real Rick Walsh, you're listening to me on the Murder Master Music Show. what am going
0: And every day I gotta eat a big bowl of wax Mama and wrap a for breakfast. Really, South Coast so pure, When it really be tougher than a whole fucking lot of gram. A lot of these old be baked in the piece and I see right through them like a motherfucking hologram. And if you want wanted, I can make a motherfucking back cause you throw me the pistol cream. And I can really get it, hate the hog tied up, wrap them up like a motherfucking Christmas everybody? It's your boy Brez. Welcome back to the Murder Master Music Show. This episode is 789. We got Daniel Jordan. He's going to be uh, talking about his latest project, Dark Night of the Soul, which just dropped uh, not too long ago, just literally a few days ago. And um, also, if you want some more good music, make sure to go to the website, UGS4Life.com and get that new Murder Master Music Show Fuck the World compilation. It just dropped you know what I'm saying, on uh, March 26th in honor of the one and only Godfather Gangster Rap Eazy-E. Um, let's bring on our guest tonight, Daniel Jordan, man. How you doing, brother?
1: What's good, Prez? Always good to talk to you, man.
0: Man, likewise, likewise. Uh, you know, last time we were talking, this was the beginning of this whole pandemic. Uh, how have you fared throughout this,
1: uh, this crazy uh, scenario we got playing out? Wow. Yeah, you're right, man. Like, and that was the very tip of everything. So it was all brand new. And let's say like a year yeah. later, here we are. And man, it's just been a lot of um, just reflection and just, if anything, unfortunately it's taught me to be more like closed in and just take care of number one above everything else. And um, I don't know, man, I feel like it's kind of like made me drift a little bit from my fellow man, if you know what I mean. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, as an artist, you—I mean—the you, shows are shut down. The meet and greets, you getting out there, uh, uh, you know, talking to the fans, interacting with them—all that's kind of shut down right now. So, I mean, as an yeah. artist, it really
1: had to fuck with you, did it not? Well, in a way, I didn't realize how much of a break I kind of needed from all of that. Um, but what what we would do, like, was very interactive with our audience, like. You know, meet and greet, taking pictures with people, and you take that out of the equation, and now when you see mass groups of people, you start to look at that as, like, the enemy. That's what uh, the media has kind of caused us to do. So once I get back out in there, I don't know how I'm going to react to it because I'm just so conditioned now to look at uh, people, like, to avoid them, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, you don't know what the next motherfucker's
0: got. <laughs> I mean, it it could be right. covid or it could be the next pandemic, I mean, um it's it's crazy. And you've made music about stuff
1: like this. Yeah, and, and unfort and unfortunately to say that because that was like worst-case scenario stuff like where we uh we imagine that this could be a possibility, but never in our wildest dreams actually could conceive it being a reality and now that it's here I think people like myself and artists like Isham or Mastermind or RLP, we kind of like mentally have been prepared for these kind of things. So I think we can maneuver with this world a little bit easier than some, but it doesn't make us feel any better by any means.
0: Your new album, Dark Night of the Soul, where did you come up with the title for this?
1: Well, Dark Night of the Soul is like a philosophical term. Um, when I've been, I've been, studying especially over the last year a lot of um marcus aurelius and just teachings of stoicism and and um reading you know like the 48 laws of power and i kind of fell down this trip called, called the dark night of the soul and it's basically like when you reach a certain point in your life a lot of for a lot of men it's uh their 30s you have sort of this existential crisis where you're you're taking in everything all the darkness of the world all the you know, maybe you've gone through a divorce or you've, you've dealt with some uh, pain and adversity and you're kind of reaching a point where you're questioning your existence. You're like, what is this? What does this mean? Is there any point to this? And um, in actuality, the dark night of the soul teaches you that this is just an initiation for you to get to your next step of who you truly are. So you have to go through this darkness and understand it and conquer it in order to, Reach enlightenment in a sense So yeah. that's where it is Right now so unfortunately we got to go Through this dark rabbit hole First in order to come out on the other End
0: it's almost kind of Like uh, um, Dealing with a breakdown in, in a sense
1: Yeah And and I think it's completely normal And it's okay that we go Through this as, as
0: For a long time a lot of people
1: I'm sorry dilution There we go
0: no, I'm here. Hello. You lost me now. Are you there?
1: All right, sorry, my phone. Uh, got all fucked oh, there up. There you are. One moment. I just got home. <laughs> but um, back. What were what were you saying? Let's go back to that.
0: We were just talking about you know the uh, the meaning of the dark night of the soul, kind of like a. Uh, Almost just like coping with whatever life is throwing at you, um,
1: absolutely, and the thing is we we have like kept it a secret throughout this these uh phases that we go through as as human beings, and I think now is a time that we shed light on it and talk about it and come up with better um coping mechanisms for it um the the worst case scenario is when a person's feeling depression is they might want to turn to booze or drugs or even suicide or hurting others but i feel like if you can talk about it and bring your problems out to the forefront you can actually help get through them a little bit better and not turn the gun on yourself so to speak
0: yeah Absolutely. Absolutely. And your fans, you know, a lot of your fans, um, you know, I'm sure they appreciate you, you know, giving them you, everything that, that goes on within your life, whether it be about relationships or your struggles, because um, a lot of them are going through the same thing and they can
1: relate. Exactly. And and i remember that in that's what I do this for in this sense when I, you know, come to points in my life, like, why am I still doing this? What, what is the purpose of this? And then I remember like, you know what? I'm I'm just a voice. I'm a messenger for whatever I'm going through to talk about it. And if someone else is and they can get something out of it, then that's the purpose of it. And it, it doesn't matter how many people because it, it, at the end of the day, it could be 10, 10,000, 10 million. It's all relative. And, as long as I, I'm continually putting out something creative back into the universe, I feel like my life does have purpose. So that that's what this is for. Like the pain and struggles that I had to go through it it's all for a good cause. And it wasn't in vain. So that's how I look at it.
0: Well, whatever pain and struggle you're going through, I'm sure some of it can be eased away when you're going for a ride in that nice old school on the cover. Uh, tell me about <laughs> that beauty.
1: Man, I've had that for about 10 years now. This has been a project. Um, me and my mom, see, like I grew up in a very um, old school classic car kind of family. So um, about 10 years ago, me and my mom on my birthday, which is June 4th, 6-4, we decided to go in on a 64. And just from the ground up rebuild it and on it and now it's kinda like shining now. It's it's my baby. So um that's been my project and I'll tell you man, it's uh it's not all sunshine and rainbows and cakewalk dealing with a car that's sixty years old. But um yeah. it's been a fun project. A fucking money yeah. pit.
0: Ever ever changing <laughs> I imagine. Yeah.
1: yeah. But at no, the end of the day like yeah. I love I love old school cars, man, and like if I feel like I can be represented by a car, then uh, why not a classic old school lowrider, you know? It, it sums up the album in a sense. It's just about, you know, just being really, really just exhausted and fed up with life itself, with uh, relationships, w- with just the bullshit. And uh, I got inspired by uh, Fugazi, who I sampled on The Hook. Like, it, it really resonated with me And, it, you know, I wrote lyrics to the song The original song And then just came out with this shit It's very dark, though So I give a warning to anyone who listens to this album You know, make sure you know what you're getting into first
0: <laughs> it's just heavy. Real talk, real talk uh, We'll be right back with Daniel Jordan Don't go nowhere, I'm so tired Make sure to get the project out of the soul Available now I feel like the worst person I know, and if I didn't exist, I won't be missed when I go, and I just want to turn back, the clock is dark, fresh, I have love in my heart, but all I seek is flesh, nobody left is pure, so what's the point to try, gotta forget the past and fall in love with the And I. the game because I hate everybody and everything is lame. It's like I need to be stopped for all my bad behavior. I'll break the heart of any woman who will think that I'll save her. And I was born into this world. I didn't ask for it. I wish I could put my entire life on fast forward. And this world is trash. Just keep the stance on my passport. I don't have
1: to exist. I have that as my last resort. I didn't make many friends on this planet. I never found true love. And if I did, I took it for granted. My ex said I don't respect women. Cause they're only concerned if men want to have sex with them And I got spiritual questions you just can't answer And I'll take this journey alone if I can get there faster I can't wait till I die, I'm at the end of the road I want to get my life over before I'm old do feeling love sick Cause if I didn't have this, I wouldn't feel shit. And I put myself between a bullet and a target. And finding peace of mind is so hard to get. Cause I'm spending too many moments still stuck in the past. I'm just trying to find a way to make the good things last. But I'm in love with the pain, and I got this dig with the rain. And in my brain, I hear you calling my name. I think I've gone insane. Something about you changing. I don't even need a reason, cause you seem so strange. And at a certain point in time, I've lost all my control. And some scholars could call me. The dark night of the soul was so cold and we spent so many seasons together. We withstood the winter and survived all of the stormy weather. But still something had to tear us apart. When you took the ring off of your finger, you took a piece of my heart.
0: I mean, sometimes, you know, shit gets real and people really do um, have those thoughts. When you make music like that, it's kind of like letting them
1: know that, hey, you're not alone. Laying all the cards on the table, basically like, you know what, you can't just give me a year like 2020 and not expect me to really get inside my head with it. You know what I mean? Um, Unfortunately, it was the times we're living in and it was just a reflection of that. Motivation. Very um Yeah. Very like, you know, out for yourself and survive and just take care of the ones closest to you and fuck it. Fuck everyone else, man, unfortunately.
0: What about you know I'm saying the the COVID, a lot of people have have gotten it. Did you um got it get it or were you able to dodge it? Yeah.
1: So I got it on Christmas Day of all things, man. Fuck. Um yeah I don't even know how I got it. I just ended up with it but um and and I spent Christmas Eve with my family, my son, everyone. but luckily, I didn't give it to nobody um as soon as I found out, I got it like you know a day or two later, I just quarantined for two weeks straight and just fought the shit on my own and I'll tell you that was a fucked up couple of weeks because, um, I didn't have contact with anyone in the physical sense. I just stayed at home all day all night. By myself And um, through that time I was able to finish my album Which is a positive But uh, just a lot of time in your head And uh, a lot of people had to go through that shit Hence why these times are rather dark Um, I'm still having breathing troubles with it It's harder for me to breathe Uh, I just kind of power through it Um, You know, just cowboy the fuck up But um, if I wasn't in the health I was in and even at the age I'm at, uh, I, I don't know, man. I could see how how it could kill people, you know.
0: Yeah, somebody that's not in the best of health. Um, but you're dealing with it now. Uh, Would it like scar up the lungs a little bit? Or?
1: Yeah, it's like when I first the, when I had my like first initial symptoms, I thought it was a sinus infection because like breathing through my nose, it just felt like it was uh, obstructed. Like, I had some shit in my nose, and even to this day now, it's been, like, what, three months? And I still have trouble breathing through my nose. It feels like just it's plugged up. So I like to be active and exercise a lot. And you do that at the gym. They make you wear a mask as well. So having that on top of already having trouble breathing, man, it's a fucking mountain to climb. But
0: you know that's that's uh, that's crazy. I've heard that uh, you know we had Court Dog from No Limit on, and he had the COVID as well, and he said the same thing. It fucked with his you know his taste and his lungs afterwards. We uh,
1: just lost Marvin Hagler to the vaccine, uh,
0: right? Uh, man, the best middleweight probably of all time, other than Sugar Ray Robinson. Uh, man,
1: I'm telling you, man, like the Four Horsemen, man, like they they revolutionized boxing.
0: Yeah. Seven or eight years, I think he went undefeated. Um, And then he had that controversial loss to uh, Sugar Ray, which a lot of people think he won. Um, Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, Marvin Hagler. And then right before that, Hank Aaron. Um,
1: I'd miss that. Holy shit. He he died of COVID?
0: Yeah, they said okay. now he got the second uh, shot from the vaccine. He died shortly oh. after that, and that Tommy Hearns was saying the same thing about Hagler. Yeah. You know, so I don't know, man. It's uh, it's crazy, crazy times. You know. What did it, Tommy it, he
1: Hearns say it, exactly? Because I I found out Mar- that Marvin Hagler's wife is super mad at Tommy Hearns.
0: Okay, uh, if you go to his. I think Twitter or I G um I don't even know the difference anymore. But if you go to one of those two, he uh he said that uh keep uh, Marvin in your prayers he uh having a little setback after the second COVID vaccine. So he actually said this before he passed away. Um while he was in the hospital and then uh and then he passed away. And some people are you know, because of that tweet, or suggesting it was because of the vaccine. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not telling any listeners to 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 get it or not get it. That's your individual choice. If you want to do it or not, um, we're not mm-hmm. trying to discourage anybody from doing anything. You know, but this is this is the story that's going around. You know, you got to pay attention. And <clears throat> the sad thing is, you know, those guys. I mean, shit. Look what they lived through you know, their lives are amazing, -hmm. simply Mm -hmm. fucking marvelous, you know, (laughs) you're a fighter, um, you're, you're more into MMA though, aren't
1: you? I love boxing too though, boxing was my first love, I grew up with all that shit, when I was a kid, um, the four horsemen were real, real, real big, so I caught on like the very tail end of that, but, um, nowadays, man, it's all about MMA, but, um, Don't get me wrong, every big boxing fight, you know I'm all in with that shit. Like um, Tyson Fury versus Anthony Joshua, I'm super excited for that. I don't see
0: Anthony beating him. I mean, if he does, he's going to have to just go all out. But when people do that, Tyson usually makes him look stupid, you know, so. Yeah. But then again, Josh Um, was a two-time Olympic medalist, so.
1: Josh was awesome, but he's also very young still. And he yeah. doesn't have quite the experience that, you know, Fury has. He grew up in this shit, and he's just too slick. He moves around the ring like middleweight. And, I mean, his power is underrated as fuck. People say he don't have power, and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Anyone over 230 pounds could knock out anyone on this planet with the right shot. And I just think it's going to be... Fury dancing around the ring, it's going to go to a decision. Fury unanimous, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, yeah. In, unless unless Fury does that, um, you know, crunk style like he did uh, with Sugar Hill yeah. to beat Wilder. Yeah, I mean, he decimated Wilder. Wilder has made – I mean, he beat the man so bad he's made up about 50 excuses starting with his <laughs> – uh, his, uh, um, his uh, what he wore to the ring. It was
1: a bit too I heavy hate that for him cuz I love Deontay Wilder and that yeah, just like broke my heart here and I'm like just so delusional about it. Like don't get me wrong, I am a big Fury fan and I was rooting for Fury, but man, Deontay Wilder's story to me is in, straight up inspiring. And yeah. for him to not be able to accept Daughter, that loss, I mean the world saw it. We all saw the same thing. You know, you can you can't really fool the public.
0: But, uh, shit, man, I don't want to keep you on the, uh, on the line talking about boxing. We could probably talk about it forever. We could talk about boxing uh, all
1: day. Before we switch topics, I'll say this, though. Look how Anthony Joshua handled his loss against Ruiz. And what did he do? He fought the smarter fight the second time around and did what he needed to do to get his belt back. And yeah. Wilder is just – he's still very immature in that sense. I'm hoping, like like any true man, we all have to suffer – defeats in our life at times, setbacks, and it shows what we're made of from how we come back from it.
0: Yeah, yeah, 100%, man. Um, He um, definitely uh, needs a a challenger. He needs to get in the ring with somebody and just improve uh, his game. He probably needs to switch up with them trainers because uh, him firing Breland to me was a mistake. I'll just say this and I'll leave it there. Mm -hmm. Breland saved his life. Uh, he was yep. getting mutilated. He was getting mutilated. And it was only a few more punches, and that could have been it. So um, I he
1: thought should it should have been them. stopped a couple rounds before that. Honestly,
0: yeah, fifth round, definitely the fifth yep. round. When he was when he had him up against the ropes, you hear this lady screaming. It's probably his wife. That's when they should have stopped it. I mean, because he wasn't yep. for really fighting back, and he, he was out of there. But um, <laughs> but uh, I want to give him another track. Um, of uh, Dark Night of the Soul um, This one here Is uh, Don't Worry Tell everybody about this one.
1: Oh, this song is straight up like I, I was heavily influenced by watching Sopranos a lot over the last year And it's just straight up on your like Look over your shoulder Keep a gun on you Don't trust anybody And you know fuck it man <laughs> Go out in a blaze Yeah
0: Absolutely. Make sure to go out and get this project, you know what I'm saying, Dark Knight of Soul, available right now. Uh, we're going to get into this track and we're going to come back and top it up a little bit more with Daniel Jordan. Don't go nowhere. Sometimes I fall off the face of the earth, and I don't want to speak, and my love could disappear without a warning, and last night, I'm not the same man that I am in the morning, with all the changing seasons of my life, maybe I'll finally get it right next time, and try to find the right, But well, why the fuck am I even pretending, because a man like me ain't supposed to have a happy ending, no worry, time flies by in a hurry, and then still then there's nothing you can say, it'll hurt me, there's nothing left in me. Like a spiritual fall, it'll take a miracle if I could stay here with you all. But it wasn't my destiny, cause I'm just a messenger. I tried love, but it wasn't meant for me, so I'd better. And it's too late to turn back, I finally reached the end. Even though the five bucks are coming around the bend. And there's nothing you can say that could convince me to stay. you're hope hoping, I pray that we'll meet again someday. But if we don't, it doesn't matter. You could tell me goodbye. I take comfort in the fact I finally get to die. I've seen more in my life than most will ever have to see, But now I see too much is taking a toll on me, and I've heard jaded. I live to be hated, and I'm stating that we are not the same, Mistake, stay separated. I used to feel like a phoenix reborn, but I tried too many times, and I don't think I could survive it. Don't story. worry, my flies fly by in a hurry. In this building, there's nothing you can save it or hurry, there's nothing left in this. I never got what I want, but I'm always left to wonder. I lost trust. Deep down, all I need is your touch. But sometimes it feels like I'm asking for too much. Because only the one who hurts you can Nothing left in the end, the grand prize is death. This life takes so long so I won't hold my breath and don't worry. It's funk too Straight funk Dolomite and Blowfly would be proud Of that shit man that's another thing I Always like touching on a little bit Because you're like the only guy that's worked With both of them Um, That has to be an amazing uh, Feat for you right there
1: Man Like you know what's crazy is like We did that shit like what 15 years ago And Uh. I still Keep getting asked about it like it was a historic moment. I didn't realize at the time, man. So, like, that shit aged remarkably well, you know? Um, don't, uh, let me give a plug right now for Rudy Raymore's uh, biography. It's about to drop um, a book. And um, they started, like, a. they're going to do it completely, like, crowdsourced. So they just started a campaign for it. And um, it my stories of him, like, in the tail end of his life are going to be in the book, which is fucking incredible. Like to think at the time that this shit would like just be going down historically man it's fucking mind-blowing so um i don't even know how to process that man i'm just kind of like in awe of the whole situation you know
0: yeah yeah that's huge right there i mean to be mentioned in that book um yeah you know that's that's a amazing thing right there um and when is it dropping again
1: um, I, I don't. Know, I don't know the release date right now, but I know that it's going to be coming out sometime this year. I'm sure um, once it you know closes in on that, we'll have more info. But it's done. It's written. I've seen like the the manuscript of it. I haven't, I haven't read it yet, but I know that it exists and it's done. So I'm excited for it, man. Like, um, my what I'm saying now, like is, as, as of 2021, like just to the young cats coming up in the game, like. Surround yourself around people that make history, and maybe you'll make history, too, by default, by proxy, <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, um, that's amazing. You know, because you and, – and you got to think Eddie Murphy just did the movie, too.
1: Um, yeah, that just came out last summer. Yeah. Right? Something yeah. like
0: that. <laughs> that and the same with – um you know, just dropped Coming to America. What did you see that?
1: Uh, unfortunately, man, I couldn't finish it. I just, you know, I'm such a big fan of <laughs> the first one. <laughs>
0: yeah, some things are not. To I be give him a pass with, though.
1: Right? Yeah, like the first one's a fucking classic. Like that movie in Trading Places. Like, man, those are my shit right there. Um, yeah. I felt like it was he was he was reaching a lot with that one. Like it felt it just you know reeked of money grab, which don't get me wrong, get your money, but. As a fan of art I I don't know, man I just wasn't really Like Blown away by it
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah Me either Uh, And plus certain things, man They should just be left alone Like uh, uh, movies like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest Or Rocky Or or The Exorcist You really don't want to fuck with those You know uh because, I mean, they're timeless.
1: I'll fuck with Rocky Three though, man. Come on. Rocky three is the shit. <laughs>
0: no, no. I mean, like, uh, if someone was to do a new Rocky, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't mean the sequels. Yeah, Rocky Three was great. Mr. T was uh, amazing in that. He was probably my favorite <laughs> villain out um, of all of For real? Dude, of he killed it. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, he you know, owned he that was, whole movie. He, he had Perry that Marvin Hagler intensity, though, you know. Yeah. Um, he was just stone cold, just fucking vicious. And Stallone, he couldn't he couldn't deal with him that first go around. He didn't know what the fuck to no. do. No. Well, um, look at
1: the training sequences. Like, you got fucking Mr. T training in the shadows, hungry. Fucking Rocky's, yeah. like, having basically, like, a glorified party at his training camp. This
0: uh, this project here, um, is it also available on CD? Yes. is well it?
1: It might be one of the last ones I do on CD. Honestly, like the process for getting this on CD has been a fucking nightmare. Like I still, we're not getting the physical copies until like the first week of April. I had I got them all like specially packaged in this purple casing, and I got them all pressed up professionally. And due to COVID and all that, it man, what what should have took two weeks is took in like two months. <laughs> so. I'm going to do it for the collectors and the fans out there that want the CDs, and I made it very special for them, so I hope they enjoy it. But, um, man, I think the CD businesses are really starting to go the way of the Dodo, and this last run of doing pressing albums, I'm starting to see that, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I see a lot of people, you know, they're getting back into cassette tapes you know, mm-hmm. first it was the vinyl, now the tapes are coming back. Um some people are selling USBs. Um there's all kinds of ways to sell your merch nowadays. Uh but vinyl is is fucking expensive to press. Um sure. Yeah, I mean it's just a, a r- ridiculous amount of money for pieces of vinyl. Um have you uh have you done much vinyl over
1: the years or you stayed? Yeah, I got it? four albums on vinyl and it is ridiculously expensive. So I'm kinda at that point where it's like you can do vinyl now like make to order, you know, like you don't have to like press up five hundred, you do like, you know, ten at a time if you want. So I, I tell my audience, I'm like, listen, it costs X amount of dollars to make this shit. If you want it, you're gonna have to come out the pockets and that's on you. But I'm not gonna like force people to have to, you know, Pay astronomical amounts for Something it's kind of just like for the People that got some expendable in- Income and like to collect You know
0: Yeah Yeah absolutely you know, a lot of people Um you know they look at it Uh from, from a collector's standpoint Too like they uh They'll go to get the Esham catalog or Your catalog and that's, they'll get one Album and they're like you know what I gotta get them all And uh yep. you know That's a uh it's a good thing to do if you if you've got the if you got the uh, the money to press, you know. Mm-hmm. Um we got one more joint. We're going to go to man, uh, we're going to get out of here, but before we do, I want to give you the floor. Um man, let them know where they can get the album and uh anything else, man. It's it's all yours,
1: brother. Okay. Um yeah, man. So this album, I produced the whole thing minus uh don't worry. My boy DJ Ghost actually just dropped a beat in my inbox one day as, like, a gift from above. He's like, here, check this beat out. You can have it. And I wrote that song, like, immediately. In, like, 15 minutes, it was done. But the rest of the album, that was just my creation with my MPC in the year 2020, you know. And um, I got back into producing. It had been, like, the first time I produced, like, an album through since uh, The Twilight. So I hope people really enjoy the tracks and the production on there because I worked really hard with that and um they can get it at killbylove.com and the CDs are available and um you know cop that shit it w- i would really appreciate it
0: yeah support definitely definitely um this last one here is uh i believe this one's called uh everywhere tell
1: everybody about mm-hmm. this song. this song right here this is one of my favorite jams on the album it's um It's kind of like a love song, but like a fatal attraction kind of like stalking kind of vibe. But um, I could see how the ladies would really like that because, um, I don't know, man, sometimes I believe there's a lot of women that have these kind of like stalker or kidnap fantasies. So I kind of tapped into that just a little bit.
0: Uh, Well, definitely a, a serious artist, man. Salute to you. Keep making music. Keep doing what you're doing. And, uh, man, I hope uh, things get better with your lungs and shit from that COVID, man. It's fucked up.
1: Thank you, man. Dude, it was hard to power through the album with COVID, I'm telling you. But um, uh, I made it work. I just had to, like, really just suck it up and just go for it. But um, real quick, just to, like, correct what I'm saying with that last track about women having stalker and kidnap fantasies, that's only because I know they'd be watching shows like You and things like that, and they're very popular. So I'm just like doing my interpretation of that. I'm not gonna kidnap nobody. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh no no no. Just like we we don't murder anybody. You know that's just uh we murder microphones. That's what we do. Or actually my exactly. guests murder microphones. I can't rap a lick. But uh, here we go. Just <laughs> everywhere. Daniel Jordan. You know make sure to go get the project. You know what I'm saying. Uh, Dark Knight of the Soul available right now. Support him. And uh, man we'll see you real soon. Murder master.
1: better man in the game but shit since you've been gone my life is so surreal it's like i ran out of time to make you mine it feels but still it's like only your luck turning you around and now i got my head out of the crowd and i'm back on the ground i had you stand in my trap when i caught you for days and days you're like my prey when i stalk you they tell me to let it go but they don't see what i saw I won't stop until we're falling in love all the cops get called now what the fuck Can't you
0: because everyone that I met has never been enough it's just a revolving door with different women I'm so used to seeing the end in the very beginning even though I'll never see her again I know in my heart we remember each other but had to tear it apart then could I see her again if I want to believe me that I know how to find it but choose not to I had to let it go because my Put on the final exam, she'll have to learn on her own, this shit I'll never forget, the last night we met, cause we were shells of ourselves, filled with hate and regret, Yeah,
1: I guarantee she's gonna love me again.
0: I can find another. Then tell me why the fuck are we back with each other? You gotta let me be the one.